Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, no, just from a you know from a standpoint of where we're at in the season, you know, and everybody is the same way. Everybody, every Mike team is a little beat up. Guys are bumped, bruised, um, but for the most part, obviously, you know, with where we're at in our season, you know, tough five game, um, tough five game losing streak, man. You know, for the most part, our guys are, you know, they showed up yesterday ready to work, um, trying to you know trying to fix it, trying to fix problems, coaches and players uh, uh, together. And it's never. We know you never blame, you know, we never, that's one thing we don't do here is, you know, point the finger at the players because who's coaching them is us. So we, we got to figure it out. Um, but for the most part, we're okay. And uh, we've got a, a big, big, another big test this week. So, Well, let's talk about this Augsburg game from this last week. You, you get off to a great start and it looks like things were kind of going your way. And then Augsburg was able to take control of this game. What were your thoughts on this contest? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, it, guys, and I, hopefully I don't sound like a broken record, but, you know, if you listen to the show, I'm a big believer, and not just a believer, but we can look back, and th- these games come down to about 10 to 12 plays. You know, you always have about 70 plays on all, You always have about 65 to 70 plays on offense. If you're playing good defense, you're playing about 60 plays. We played higher higher 70s because we weren't able to get off the field at times, and about 20-something plays on special teams. And all of those plays in about 150 plays, or whatever that number is, it's going to come down to about 10 to, 10 to 12 plays, you know. So with that being said, you know, there are four plays on offense that killed us. And there are about eight eight plays on defense that really hurt us, man, and can't happen in possession downs. You know, when you're in possession downs, third down, fourth down, like, you know, our our, our awareness has to be up. You know, so i got to reevaluate everything, man, and how we're practicing, you know, who's practicing, reps, all that stuff. you just got to reevaluate and just keep trying to turn over every stone until we find a way to get a win. But, you know, just a little frustrating. And, and one thing I, I have not been doing a good job of is i got to make sure that you know, give a little. You know, I have to give. Um, you know, give um, props to Augsburg. I mean, they 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 played. They got coaches, and they coached them up. And the kids played well over there, man. That little quarterback ran around, and he hurt us with his legs a little bit. And they got a all all American type caliber receiver over there, and he he got a couple plays in, and the running back did a good job. So I have to be got to make sure he's showing respect, and not just all us messing up. Those guys did a good job of of, of um, coaching and playing, and, and they came out on top. So I have to give tip my hat to those guys. As you look at this season so far, kind of looking at this Augsburg game as, as sort of a, an example of it, I, you guys are getting a lot of pretty solid offensive production. So are, are you happy sure. about the way you're able to move the ball so far? Yeah, you know, and I, I meet with our quarterback every Monday. He was in here this morning. And, you know, and like I told him, um, when Justice Briggs was a sophomore, you know, when he sat down at the end of his sophomore year, he lit, up, he lit, the, lit the league up. And he had 13 interceptions, and I said, Justice, when you come back as a junior, I need you to have, you know, I need you to cut that in half, you know. So Alejandro's at six interceptions right now, um, you know. So not acceptable. Interceptions never acceptable, but you know, we gotta we gotta limit, you know, we gotta limit the interceptions from now. Like, I mean, we need zero more interceptions for these last three games. I am pleased with we we're running the ball earlier in the year, and then you know, we got into the Mayak, and then uh, Nico got hurt. So when you can't run the ball as effectively. Um, you know, obviously that's going to, you know, the teams can kind of play you one-handed. But I am pleased with, you know, Charlie Wilson and Alejandro's connection. Um, Ryder Hutton's become a, uh, a solid red zone receiver for us. Um, Ryan Lauterbach showed up this week. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm not happy. But you got to try to find a silver lining and, and try to build on. So there's some good things we're doing offensively to build on. And we need to have a good offensive production because, like Coach Taylor will say sometimes, man, the best, the best, the best defense is, is our offense. Man, if our offense is out there burning up that clock, Defensive guys can rest, so hopefully we can possess the ball and, and get first downs and, and, and drive. So, 
I know that this defense was going to be a bit different. You lost some key guys from last year's club, and then you had a lot of fifth-year guys that were with you as well. How do you feel like these younger guys are blending into this group? The young guys are fine. That's the, that's the, that's the key word, right? The key word is, is young guys, you know, and, you know, I was sitting there driving in this morning like, you know, you can't live in the past. I'm thinking about Adrian Krakalici, right, all-conference defense at DB. I didn't realize how much I was going to miss him this year, you know. Miss him a lot. He covered a lot of holes up for us. And that, quite frankly, you know, just to be frank, and that's where we're struggling right now is in the back end, in the secondary, you know, and, that's, and those are the guys I'm working with. So I look in the mirror every day, and I'm trying to find answers for these guys, man, to get their confidence up. And, and so they, and they can play well because we've got another tough, tough opponent with some good receivers coming up. And, you know, so, yeah, man, with the other guys that we have coming back, I was, you know, just a little disappointed how defensively we were performing. But, again, I got to look in the mirror. starts with myself and, you know, try to find a way to get these guys in but not so much, and it's not so much we're out of position. We're not busting things. We're just not executing when it's time to make a play. That's where, see, that's where the disconnect is coming. So I got, I have to figure that out. So huge rivalry game this week with McAllister. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this contest? Well, um, you know, they have a new head coach over there. Um, same defensive staff. So, and the thing about this, this team, man, defensively, they're always very, very, very well. They're very sound. Always play super hard defensively. Um, offensively, um, their quarterback is a guy that we actually went out and saw in California. We liked him a lot. On number 11, he's throwing the ball around. He has a really good uh, receiver, number zero. Another solid receiver, 88. Um, running backs are serviceable. Um, you know, McAllister is always a tough game. You know, it's always going to be a, a lot of, you know, every, every play is going to be, you know, you're going to be able to cut, you know, you're going to be able to uh, cut the pressure in the air with every play. So we got to, you know, we got to eliminate the big. We got to eliminate the mistakes and, and and eliminate their big plays, and hopefully we can come out on top. But it's going to be, a, you know, they're good. They're a solid team this year. They're they're a solid team. Don't let the record fool you. So they've been giving up a lot of points recently. I'll, I'll put aside the sixty three against Bethel. That's just Bethel there. But but uh, thirty six against Centoria, forty two to Augsburg, fifty six to Carlton. You got to believe your offense could have some success here. Yeah, those guys are down the, the those guys are down the hall. Offensive coaches are you know they're they're cooking up something good for. From McAllister, um, but again, you know, it's not about what we can put on that whiteboard. What can we get our guys to execute? So, you know, we 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 stalled on a couple um, a couple things last week that we can't have that can't happen this week. You know, we threw two critical interceptions. A shorthanded guy fumbles the football. We don't get the ball. You know, we don't get a, a critical fourth down. So, I mean, on those possession downs, man, we got to be good. But you know, we got to just take it one play at a time. You know, and we got to respect. You know, we got to respect McAllister. Sometimes you got to. In this game, I shouldn't say sometimes. In this game, in the past nine years I've been here, you got to throw the records out of the window. You got to throw out what you've seen in the past because it's going to be a different. It's going to be different. It's going to be a different deal. So, well, well, let's talk about that for a moment because I, I know you're a little disappointed in the losing. Well, very disappointed in the losing streak. But you know, I, sure. one of the things I think that's interesting about college is is that a lot of that can kind of be washed away in a big rivalry game. So, so as you look at this contest, do you feel like this? Getting a victory here this Saturday would would make the season a little more palatable, I guess the word I'll use. Well, I want to be careful, you know, of, of, that, of that messaging um, because every game is important. You know, every game is important. You know, this one just happens to be something that's been around since the gosh. I hope, hopefully, none of the alums getting but I want to say since the since the forties. So I mean, it means a lot to a lot of different people. Just like that Augsburg game meant a lot to a lot of different alums from my era, which. You know, um, from when I was here and a little bit before me, that's when it really started was in the late 2000s. So and I just want to be, you know, want to be conscious of, you know, every game is important. Whoever we got next week is super important. Whoever we got the week after is super important. So, 
we got to get these guys ready to go. And, um, you know, that's my job. Man. I got I to gotta get these guys ready to go for this one. So, Well, let's jump into fan questions this week, and we'll start with Ryan, who would like to know, Coach, why no 6 o'clock game this year against McAllister? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> a, a wise coach uh, once told me, uh, well, I shouldn't say told me, but I heard this coming up in the coaching ranks when I was a younger coach. I believe the, the guy's name was Bo Schembecker. Won a lot of games at Michigan. He said college football should be played at 1 o'clock on Saturday. So I always kind of had that ingrained in my head. And um, So, you know, we played at 1, and I know next year I'm pretty sure it'll be at uh, 7 o'clock down there. But, you know, just sometimes, you know, from a, from a um, uh, you know, game management, you know, a lot of times people show up at games and it's like, hey, we're at a college football game. But there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes on to, to, to get that done. So, you know, we got to work with everybody. So 1 o'clock is, is the best thing for Hamlin football. So. Sam would like to know, he says, Coach, are you a little worried that by the play of the team recently that they may be taking a step backward from the early part of the year? Um, I wouldn't say taking a step backwards. Like, again, like I said in the beginning of this show, you've got to give credit to these other schools, too. You know, they do a good job of scheming us up and, and making plays and executing. Um, we're just not hitting on all cylinders at the right time, and, and more so on the defensive side, man. You know, I know the Gus Davis and Bethel game struggled offensively. You know, a lot of people are going to struggle against them um, offensively. But, and, you know, Augsburg moving the football, um, you know, a couple other games earlier moving the football. You know, we got to get off the field on third down. And we got we to gotta create our own breaks on defense. And we're not doing that. I got to get these guys doing it. So, uh, You know, and, and no disrespect to, you know, Crown and, and Minnesota Morris, but, you know, Mayak is one of the best guys. <laughs> Conferences in the country, so you know it's a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet. Yeah, not a, not an easy route out there. And over like it always says, when you look at the progress of teams like Augsburg, Carlton, and Saint Olaf, are there things that you're looking at that you think you can do to implement to precipitate a quicker turnaround for this program? Yeah, you got. I always am careful of doing that, just from you know watching a program from the outside because you just don't know the inner workings of everything. What does recruiting look like? What does admissions look like? What does financial aid look like at these different places? So it's really tough to say, hey, these guys are doing it this way. We can too. You know, we got to work with what we have, man. So, you know, we're trying our – we're working our tails off to, you know, to get the best kids that – I shouldn't say kids, get the best young men that fit at Hamlin um, that are good football players. And I love our freshman class, um, which really hasn't been unleashed yet because those guys aren't ready. But uh, we're in a good spot. We're, we're in a good spot. I know everybody looks at it, and, and, and I get evaluated on wins and losses. I get it. But, you know, we're really still you know, coming out of COVID, man. You're really still building a program for us. That was a hard reset for us. So we're in a good spot, um, and our, our players are, are going to be fine, man. We just got we to we gotta start making some plays. Mary says, Coach, you have sounded a little disheartened on the show over the last few weeks, and I want to tell you that we are very proud of the job that you and the team are doing the Pipers are learning good lessons that are about playing hard and are learning the most important lesson of all, never quit. Yeah, that's one thing I told the guys yesterday. The one thing I don't ever worry about when I turn to take one on Sunday is how hard we play. Um, again, our jobs as coaches, our jobs as coaches, obviously is to develop and, and develop them um, into, you know, good good human beings. Uh, most, of them, most of the guys we get are already good people because of the families they come from, but we got a couple of guys that are rough around the edges, and that's our job is to make sure that they can function in society well. But the other part of it is, man, we got to get them executing. I mean, so I got to, you know, we, we, we own it. We don't run from it. You know, I'm not looking to seek comfort when I'm talking to these, our coaches. Like, we got we to gotta get, get these issues fixed, man. So, you know, I'm excited about the challenge this week. I really am. I, I'm excited. I said it last week. See how we come out and respond. If we responded well early, just couldn't listen. Just couldn't listen with, with, uh, we couldn't keep it going. So, for whatever reason. So, got to figure that out. 
Coach got me straightened out, so you know he can fix anybody out there. So, Pete uh, <laughs> would like to know: are, Does it amaze you sometimes how quickly guys can recuperate from injuries that used to take a year mm-hmm. or two before a guy was fully healthy to get back on the field? Well, that's, yeah, I mean, well, that, obviously, right? That's technology, right? That's technology. Um, you know, back in the day, you you would get a, a um, uh, ACL. I mean, you'd be out for. A, Darn near a, a year, but now it's like you got guys come back six months from that man. So, um, you know, so you know, it is what it is. It's just the way technology goes, and you know, thank goodness, you know, we had a running back down, and I thought he was going to be out for four weeks, well, for six weeks, and he was back in four. You know, just based off of the technology and being able to rehab him and the amount of times you're going in. So, you know, things change. Next up is Andre, who said, returning back to the show, says, Eagles 6-0 and coach had a bye week this past week. Do you feel like that was a good time for a bye week, or would you have liked to have seen them keep playing? Um, yeah, I think people have asked me about bye weeks on here before. It, it, the bye comes when it comes. You know, you kind of, as a coach, you got, you know when the bye is 12 months. You know, once the season's over, we'll know when the bye is. So you just kind of set your, you set it up um, the, the way, you know, the way that the, the, the league does it so that those guys will be fine. They'll be hitting on all cylinders. I mean, ideally, yes, it'd be great to keep playing because they were hot, but it doesn't work like that. The bye comes um, when, when, it, when it comes. Jonathan would like to know, what is the song that when you hear it instantly gets you pumped up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, man. Um, I would have to say anything, anything that DMX has. DMX is a, is a is an artist I listened to a lot of in uh, college. You know, before games like DMX is it gets you getting ready to run through a wall. That's anything that any any kind of DMX is always. You know, he always wrapped a lot of energy, a lot of passion. Right? He had a, he had a tough upbringing and it came out in his music. Man. So I would, I'd probably say DMX. That's a great question. I'd say DMX. Excellent. Ethan would like to know for you what separates someone who you would consider a friend from someone who is an acquaintance. Hmm. Hey, wow, what a good question. Um, I mean, I think a friend, I can, count on my, I can count on my hand how many friends I have, true friends, right? You know, my grandmother would always tell me, show me your friends, I'll tell you who you are. So I was always, I was very, always very super um, conscious of who I kept around, what they were into. Um, but a friend is somebody that, you know, you can be openly and honest with. They can be openly and honest with you. They can hold you accountable. You can hold them accountable. You know, you have genuine, genuine love of how they're doing, how their families are doing, you know, like – you know, it's hard to, it's, it is hard for me to say, hey, that's a friend, you know, because there's a lot of definition that, you know, and, and, and substance that comes with that. You know, and acquaintances are guys, you know, you just, you know, like, you know, guys, maybe some guys in the, in the, in the coaching fraternity that you know in the league, like, they're acquaintances, you know, like, they're, you know, there's, they're probably not my friends, you know, but they're just acquaintances. So it's just people that you, you know, you'd be cordial to, but you're not going to get, you know, peel back the onion and get really deep with, so... Thomas asks, he says, he would like to know what what candy Coach Taylor is serving for Halloween so he knows whether to bring his kids around your house on the Halloween route. <laughs> um, the, light, the light will be off, and I'll probably be watching film that night. So <laughs> my, house is not the, my house is not the one to come to. <laughs> and what words of wisdom do we have for this week, Coach? You guys got me starting to, starting to research and think a little bit, so these are definitely not my words, man, but, but – I saw. I came across something today, and it, it's interesting. I'll share it with the guys tomorrow. Life is life is a balance between holding on and letting go, right? So we gotta we gotta hold on to the things that we did good and we've been doing good, and we gotta let go of the things that's been, that that hasn't been working, right? But we got visual evidence of things that haven't been working. We gotta get these guys to to see it, believe it, 
have confidence and go out and play well on Saturday. So That's a beautiful thought. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support, and uh, we'll talk next week.